are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. In astronomy and cosmology, dark matter is a currently unknown type of matter, hypothesized to account for a large part of the total mass in the universe. Dark matter neither admits nor absorbs light or other electromagnetic radiation and so cannot be seen directly with telescopes. Dark matter is estimated to constitute an incredible 84% of the matter in the universe and 23% of the mass energy. Dark matter came to the attention of astrophysicists due to discrepancies between the mass of large astronomical objects determined from their gravitational effects and mass calculated from the luminous matter they contain, such as stars, gas, and dust. It was first postulated by Jan Oort in 1932 to account for the orbital velocities of stars in the Milky Way and Fritz Zwicky in 1933 to account for evidence of missing mass in the orbital velocities of galaxies in clusters. Subsequently, other observations have indicated the presence of dark matter in the universe including the rotational speeds of galaxies, gravitational lensing of background objects by galaxy clusters, such as the bullet cluster, and the temperature distribution of hot gas in galaxies and clusters of galaxies. According to consensus among cosmologists, dark matter is composed primarily of new 
not yet characterized type of subatomic particle. The search for this particle, by a variety of means, is one of the major effects in particle physics today. Although the existence of dark matter is generally accepted by the mainstream scientific community, several alternative theories have been proposed to try to explain the anomalies for which dark matter is attended to account. Dark matter existence is inferred from gravitational effects on visible matter and gravitational lensing of background radiation and was originally hypothesized to account for discrepancies between calculations of the mass of galaxies, clusters of galaxies, and the entire universe made through dynamical and general relativistic means, and calculations based on the mass of the visible luminous matter these objects contain, stars and the gas and dust of the interstellar an intergalactic medium. The most widely accepted explanation for these phenomena is that dark matter exists and that is most likely composed of heavy particles that interact only through gravity and possibly the weak force. However, alternate explanations have been proposed and there is not yet sufficient experimental evidence to determine which is correct. Many experiments to detect proposed dark matter particles through non-gravitational means are underway. According to observations of structures larger than our solar system, as well as Big Bang cosmology interpreted under the Friedman equations and the FLRW metric, dark matter accounts for 23% of the mass energy content of the observable universe. In comparison, ordinary matter accounts for only 4.6% of the mass energy content of the observable universe, with the remainder being attributed to dark energy. From these figures, dark matter constitutes 83% of the universe, whereas ordinary matter makes up an astonishingly, astonishingly small 17% of the matter in the universe. That is truly amazing. Dark matter plays a central role in state-of-the-art modeling of structure formation and galaxy evolution and has measurable effects on the anisotropies observed in the cosmic microwave background. 
All these lines of evidence suggest that galaxies, clusters of galaxies, and the universe as a whole contain far more matter than that which interacts with electromagnetic radiation. As important as dark matter is thought to be in the cosmos, direct evidence of its existence and a concrete understanding of its nature have remained elusive. Though the theory of dark matter remains the most widely accepted theory to explain the anomalies in observed galactic rotations, some alternative theoretical approaches have been developed which broadly fall into the categories of modified gravitational laws and quantum gravitational laws. A small portion of dark matter may be baryonic dark matter. Astronomical bodies such as massive compact halo objects that are composed of ordinary matter but which emit little or no electromagnetic radiation. Consistency with other observations indicates that the vast majority of dark matter in the universe cannot be baryons and is thus not formed out of atoms. It also cannot interact with ordinary matter via electromagnetic forces. In particular, dark matter particles do not carry any electric charge. The non-baryonic dark matter includes neutrinos and possible hypothetical entities such as axions and supersymmetric particles. Unlike baryonic dark matter, non-baryonic dark matter does not contribute to the formation of the elements in the early universe. And so its presence is revealed only via its gravitational attraction. In addition, if the particles of which it is composed are supersymmetric, they can undergo annihilation interactions with themselves, resulting in observable byproducts such as photons and neutrinos. Non-baryonic dark matter is classified in terms of the mass of the particles that is assumed to make up and or the typical velocity dispersion of those of particles. Since more massive particles move more slowly. There are three prominent hypotheses on non-baryonic dark matter called hot dark matter, warm dark matter, and cold dark matter. Some combinations of these are also possible. The most widely discussed models for non-baryonic dark matter are based on the cold dark matter hypothesis and the corresponding particle is most commonly assumed to be a weakling, interactive, massive particle, also known as a WIMP. Hot dark matter might consist of neutrinos, 
cold dark matter would lead to bottom-up formation of structures in the universe, while hot dark matter would result in a top-down formation scenario. The first person to provide evidence and infer the presence of dark matter was Dutch astronomer Jan Oort in 1932. When studying stellar motions in the local galactic neighborhood. This was shortly followed by Swiss astrophysicist Fritz Zwicky of the California Institute of Technology in 1933, who studied clusters of galaxies. Zwicky applied the viral theorem to the coma cluster of galaxies and obtained evidence of unseen mass. Zwicky estimated the cluster's total mass based on the motions of galaxies near its edge and compared that estimate to one based on the number of galaxies and total brightness of the cluster. He found that there was about 400 times more estimated mass than was visually observable. The gravity of the visible galaxies in the clusters would be too far too small for such fast orbits, so something extra was required. This is known as the missing mass problem. Based on these conclusions, Zwicky inferred that there must be some non-visible form of matter which would provide enough of the mass and gravity to hold the cluster together. Much of the evidence for dark matter comes from the study of motions of galaxies. Many of these appear to be fairly uniform. So by the theorem, the total kinetic energy should be half the total gravitational binding energy of the galaxies. Experimentally, however, the total kinetic energy is found to be much greater. In particular, assuming the gravitational mass is due only to the visible matter of the galaxies, stars far from the center of galaxies have much higher velocities than predicted by the viral theorem. Galactic rotation curves, which illustrate the velocity of rotations versus the distance from the galactic center, cannot be explained by only the visible matter. Assuming that the visible material shake makes up only a small part of the cluster is the most straightforward way of accounting for this. Galaxies show signs of being composed largely of a roughly spherical, symmetric, centrally concentrated halo of dark matter with the visible matter concentrated in a disk at the center. Low surface brightness dwarfs galaxies are important sources of information 
for studying dark matter, as they have uncommonly low ratios of visible matter to dark matter and have few bright stars at the center, which would otherwise impair observations of the rotation curve of outlying stars. Gravitational lensing observations of galaxy clusters allowed direct estimates of gravitational mass based on its effect on the light from background galaxies. Since large collections of matter, dark or otherwise, will gravitationally deflect light. In clusters such as Abel 1689, lensing observations confirm the presence of considerably more mass than is indicated by the cluster's light alone. In the bullet cluster, lensing observations show that much of the lensing mass is separated from the X-ray emitting baryonic mass. For 40 years after Zwicky's initial observations, no other corroborating observations indicated that the mass to light ratio was anything other than unity. Then, in the late 1960s and early 1970s, Vera Rubin, a young astronomer in the Department of Terrestrial Magnetism at the Carnegie Institute of Washington, presented findings based on new sensitive spectrograph that could measure the velocity curve of edge-on spiral galaxies to a greater degree of accuracy than ever been achieved before. Together with fellow staff member Kent Ford, Rubin announced at a 1975 meeting of the American Astronomical Society the discovery that most stars in spiral galaxies orbit at roughly the same speed, which implied that their mass densities were uniform well beyond the locations with most of the stars, the galactic bulge. A result independently found in 1978. An influential paper presented these results in 1980. Rubin's observations and calculations showed that most galaxies must contain about 10 times as much dark mass as can be accounted for by the visible stars. Eventually, other astronomers began to corroborate her work and it soon became well established that most galaxies were in fact dominated by dark matter. Low surface brightness galaxies or LSBs are probably everywhere dark matter dominated with observed stellar populations making only a small contribution to rotation curves. Such a property is extremely important because it allows one to avoid the difficulties associated with the deprojection and disentanglement of the dark and visible contributions 
of the rotation curves. Spiral galaxies, rotation curves of both low and high surface luminosities galaxies, appear to suggest a universal density profile. Elliptical galaxies. Some elliptical galaxies show evidence for dark matter via strong gravitational lensing. X-ray evidence reveals the presence of extended atmospheres of hot gas that fill the dark halos of isolated ellipticals and whose hydrostatic support provides evidence for dark matter. Other ellipticals have low velocities in their outskirts, tracked, for example, by planetary nebula, and were interpreted as not having dark matter halos. However, simulations of disk galaxy mergers indicate that stars were torn by tidal forces from their original galaxies during the first close passage and put on outgoing trajectories, explaining the low velocities even with a DM halo. Note that simulated halos have significantly steeper density profiles than are inferred from observations, which is a problem for cosmological models with dark matter at the smallest scale of galaxies. This may only be a problem of resolution. Star-forming regions, which might alter the dark matter distribution via outflows of gas, have been too small to resolve and model simultaneously with large dark matter clumps. A recent simulation of dwarf galaxies resolving these star-forming regions reported that strong outflows from supernovae remove low angular momentum gas, which inhibits the formation of a galactic bulge and decreases the dark matter density to less than half of what it would have been in the central kilospark. These simulation predictions, bulgeless and with shallow central dark matter profiles, correspond closely to observations of actual dwarf galaxies. There are no such discrepancy at the larger scales of clusters of galaxies and above, or in the outer regions of halos of galaxies. Exceptions to this general picture of halos for galaxies appear to be galaxies with mass-to-light ratios close to that of stars. Subsequent to this, numerous observations have been made that do indicate the presence of dark matter in various parts of the cosmos, 
such as observations of the cosmic microwave background of supernovas used as distant measures of gravitational lensings at various scales and many types of sky surveys. Together with Rubin's findings, the spiral galaxies and Zwicky's work on galaxy clusters, the observational evidence for dark matter has been collecting over the decades to the point that today most astrophysicists accept its existence. As a unifying concept, dark matter is one of the dominant features considered in the analysis of structures on the order of galactic scale and larger. In astronomy, the velocity dispersion is the range of velocities about the mean velocity for a group of objects such as a cluster of stars about a galaxy. Rubin's pioneering work has stood the test of time. Measurements of velocity curves in spiral galaxies were soon followed up with velocity dispersions of elliptical galaxies. While sometimes appearing with lower mass-to-light ratios, measurements of ellipticals still indicate a relatively high dark matter content. Likewise, measurements of the diffuse interstellar gas found at the edge of galaxies indicate not only dark matter distributions that extend beyond the visible limit of galaxies, but also that the galaxies are viralized gravitationally bound with velocities corresponding to predicted orbital velocities of general relativity, up to 10 times their visible radii. This has been the effect of pushing up the dark matter as a fraction of the total amount of gravitational matter from 50% measured by Rubin to the now accepted value of nearly 95%. There are places where dark matter seems to be small component or totally absent. Globular clusters show little evidence that they contain dark matter, though their orbital interactions with galaxies do show evidence for galactic dark matter. For some time, measurements of the velocity profile of stars seem to indicate concentrations of dark matter in the disk of the Milky Way galaxy. However, now it seems that the high concentrations of baryonic matter in the disk of the galaxy can account for this motion. Galaxy mass profiles are thought to look very different from the light profiles. The typical model for dark matter galaxies is a smooth spherical distribution in viralized halos. Such would have to be the case to avoid small-scale stellar dynamic effect. Recent research reported in January 2006 
from the University of Massachusetts Amherst, would explain the previously mysterious warp in the disk of the Milky Way by the interaction of the large and small Magellanic clouds and the predicted 20-fold increase in the mass of the Milky Way taking into account dark matter. In 2005, astronomers for Cardiff University claimed to have discovered a galaxy made almost entirely of dark matter, 50 million light years away in the Virgo cluster, which was named Virgo HI21. Unusually, Virgo HI21 does not appear to contain any visible stars. It was seen with radio frequency observations of hydrogen. Based on rotation profiles, the scientists estimate that this object contains approximately 1,000 times more dark matter than hydrogen and has a total mass about one-tenth that of the Milky Way galaxy we live in. For comparison, the Milky Way is estimated to have roughly 10 times as much dark matter as ordinary matter. Models of the Big Bang and structure formation have suggested that such dark galaxies should be very common in the universe, but none have previously been detected. In the existence of this dark galaxy is confirmed, it provides strong evidence for the theory of galaxy formation and poses problems for alternate explanations of dark matter. There are some galaxies whose velocity profile indicate an absence of dark matter, such as NGC 3379. There is evidence that there are 10 to 100 times fewer small galaxies than permitted by what the dark matter theory of galaxy formation predicts. This is known as the dwarf galaxy problem. A gravitational lens is formed when light from a very distant bright source, such as a quasar, is bent around a massive object, such as a cluster of galaxies, between the source object and the observer. The process is known as gravitational lensing. Dark matter affects galaxy clusters as well. X-ray measurements of hot intracluster gas corresponds closely to Zwicky's observation of mass-to-light ratios for large clusters of nearly 10 to 1. Many of the experiments of the Chandra X-ray Observatory use this technique to independently determine the mass of clusters.
The Galaxy Cluster, Abel 2029. It's composed of thousands of galaxies, enveloped in a cloud of hot gas, and an amount of dark matter equivalent to more than 10 to the 14th suns. At the center of this cluster is an enormous, elliptically shaped galaxy that is thought to have been formed from the mergers of many smaller galaxies. The measured orbital velocities of galaxies within galactic clusters have been found to be consistent with dark matter observations. Another important tool for future dark matter observation is gravitational lensing. Strong lensing, the observed distortion of background galaxies in arcs when the light passes through the gravitational lens, has been observed around a few distant clusters. By measuring the distorted geometry, the mass of the cluster causing the phenomena can be attained. In the dozens of cases where this has been done, the mass-to-light ratios obtained correspond to the dynamical dark matter measurements of clusters. Interestingly, a technique has been developed over the last 10 years called weak gravitational lensing which looks at a minute distortions of galaxies observed in a vast galaxy survey due to foreground objects through statistical analysis. By examining the apparent shear deformation of the adjacent background galaxies, astrophysicists can characterize the mean distribution of dark matter by statistical means and have found mass-to-light ratios that correspond to dark matter densities predicted by other large-scale measurements. The correspondence of the two gravitational lens techniques to other dark matter measurements have convinced almost all astrophysicists that dark matter actually exists as a major component of the universe's composition. The most direct observational evidence to date for dark matter is a system known as the bullet cluster. In most regions of the universe, dark matter and visible material are found together as expected because of their mutual gravitational attraction. In the bullet cluster, a collision between the two galaxy clusters appears to have caused a separation of dark matter and baryonic matter. X-ray observations show that much of the baryonic matter in the system is concentrated in the center of the system. Electromagnetic interaction between passing gas particles cause them to slow down and settle near the point of impact. 
However, weak gravitational lensing observations of the same system show that much of the mass resides outside the central region of the baryonic gas. Because dark matter does not interact by electromagnetic forces, it would have not been slowed in the same way as the X-ray visible gas. So the dark matter components of the two clusters pass through each other without slowing down. This accounts for the separation. Unlike the galactic rotation curves, this evidence for dark matter is independent of the details of Newtonian gravity, so it is claimed to be direct evidence of the existence of dark matter. Another galaxy cluster, known as the Trainwreck Cluster, appears to have an unusually massive and dark core containing few of the cluster's galaxies, which presents problems for da standard dark matter models. This may be explained by the dark core actually being a long, low-density dark matter filament containing few galaxies along the line of sight projected into the cluster core. The observed behavior of dark matter in clusters constrains whether and how much dark matter scatters off other dark matter particles, quantified as its self-interaction cross-section. More simply, the question is whether the dark matter has pressure and thus can be described as a perfect fluid. The distribution of mass in galaxy clusters have been used to argue for both for and against the existence of significant self-interaction in dark matter. Specifically, the distribution of dark matter in merging clusters such as the bullet cluster, shows that dark matter scatters off another dark matter particles only very weakly, if at all. Dark matter is crucial to the Big Bang model of cosmology as a component which corresponds directly to measurements of the parameters associated with Friedman cosmology solutions to general relativity. In particular, measurements of the cosmic microwave background corresponds to a cosmology where much of the matter interacts with photons more weakly than the known forces that couple light interactions to baryonic matter. Likewise, a significant amount of non-baryonic cold matter is necessary to explain the large-scale structures of the universe. Observations suggests that structure formation in the universe proceeds hierarchically 
with the smallest structure collapsing first and followed by galaxies and then clusters of galaxies. As the structures collapse in the evolving universe, they begin to light up as the baryonic matter heats up through gravitational contractions and the object approaches hydrostatic pressure balance. Ordinary baryonic matter had too high a temperature and too much pressure left over from the Big Bang to collapse and form smaller structures such as stars. Dark matter acts as a compact compactor of structure. This model not only corresponds with statistical surveying of the visible structures in the universe, but also corresponds precisely to the dark matter predictions of the cosmic microwave background. However, in detail, some issues remain yet to be addressed, including the absence of satellite galaxies from simulation and cores of dark matter halos which appear smoother than predicted. This bottom-up model of structure formation requires something like cold dark matter to succeed. Large computer simulations of billions of dark matter particles have been used to confirm that the cold dark matter model of structure formation is consistent with the structures observed in the universe through galaxy surveys. Although dark matter has historically been inferred by many astronomical observations, its composition long remains speculative. Early theories of dark matter concentrated on hidden, heavy, normal objects such as black holes, neutron stars, faint old white dwarfs, brown dwarfs, as the possible candidates for dark matter collectively known as machos. Astronomical surveys failed to find enough of these hidden machos some hard-to-detect baryonic matter, such as machos, and some forms of gas, were additionally speculated to make a contribution to the overall dark matter content. content. But evidence indicated such would constitute only a very small portion. Furthermore, data from another from a number of lines of other evidence, including galaxy rotation curves, gravitational lensing, structure formation, and the fraction of baryons and clusters, and the cluster abundance, combined with independent evidence for the baryon density, indicated that 85 to 90 percent of the mass of the universe does not interact with the electronic force that is truly amazing. This non-baryonic dark matter is evident through its gravitational effect, 
Consequently, the most commonly held view was that dark matter is primarily non-baryonic, made of one or more elementary particles other than the usual electrons, protons, neutrons, and known neutrinos. The most commonly proposed particles then became axions, sterile neutrinos, and WIMPs, which are weakly interacting massive particles. The dark matter component has much more mass than the visible component of the universe. Only 4.6% of the mass of the universe is ordinary matter. That is truly astounding. About 23% is thought to be composed of dark matter. The remaining 72% is thought to consist of dark energy, an even stranger component distributed diffusely in space. Determining the nature of this missing mass is one of the most important problems in modern cosmology and particle physics. It has been noted that the names dark matter and dark energy serve mainly as an expression of human ignorance, much like the marking of early maps with terra incognita. Historically, three categories of dark matter candidates have been postulated. The categories cold, warm, and hot refer to how far the particles could move due to the random motions in the early universe before they slowed down due to the expansion of the universe. Primordial density fluctuations smaller than this free streaming length get washed out as particles move from overdense to underdense regions while fluctuations larger than the free streaming length are unaffected. Therefore, this free streaming length sets a minimum scale for structure formation. Cold dark matter, therefore, is objects with a free streaming length much smaller than a proto-galaxy. Warm dark matter, particles with a free streaming length similar to a proto-galaxy. And finally, hot dark matter, particles with a free streaming length much larger than a proto-galaxy.
your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.